the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Wherever you're listening across this, the greatest nation God ever blessed, welcome to a Thursday edition of the Todd Starnes Show, coast-to-coast on more than 100 outstanding radio stations and streaming live at toddstarns.com. Hello, fellow patriots. I'm Jeff Stein, filling in for Todd today from my home base and the home of the Todd Starnes Show across the state of Iowa, News Talk 1540 KXEL, in Cedar Rapids and Waterloo, the 50,000-watt blowtorch scorching middle America with accurate news and reasonable views. And it's always a privilege to be in the air chair for Mr. Starnes. He's taking care of some business today, a prearranged uh, day off. Well, you know, it's hard to get those H&R Block tax appointments, so you have to take them whenever they're open. And in any case, Todd's taking care of business today and should be back with you tomorrow. My privilege, as noted, to be with you today in the Liberty University studio. We have quite a list of guests for you, but we always make time for your call, Starnes Nation, so give us a call. We have time in this half hour to hear from you at 844-747-8868. Again, that's 844-747-8868. Well, if you're like me, you like watching Newsmax. And I can still do that because I have Dish Network, but those who have DirecTV may not be able to by nightfall. We will talk with Newsmax CEO Chris Ruddy live in less than a half hour about is this money, is this uh, the control, is it the woke media trying to stifle voices? You'll get the straight information from the man on the front lines of this, Chris Ruddy of Newsmax. He's with us coming up at the bottom of the hour. Well, speaking of the woke culture, speaking of big tech and uh, media and censoring messages, Meta the folks that used to be called Facebook but changed their identity because the name Facebook had been so terribly tarnished over the course of time, Meta announced yesterday that it would reinstate President Donald Trump to both Facebook and Instagram. They control both, of course. You remember that Elon Musk lifted the Twitter ban on President Trump back in November. Facebook says that Mr. Trump, should he come back to the platform, will be able to talk about anything he wants with regard to the 2020 election, but they'll be monitoring closely guide rails, guardrails in place, they said, 
if he starts claiming any fraud for 2024. Now, obviously, the president has moved on past what have become old-school platforms. Yes, he was reinstated on Twitter, so you can see everything from the at real Donald Trump account, but he has not posted. If they do restore him on Facebook and Instagram, and notice they said they would uh, figure this out within the next couple of weeks. So in order to get everybody off their backs, they said, all right, we'll let him back on. But they they don't have any plans really to do it anytime soon. And as I said, the ever-popular guardrails will be in place to make sure that he doesn't run afoul of uh, their silly rules again. But in any event, they're saying he can talk about whatever he wants in the past, but nothing going forward. And there's no sign that he is going to rejoin the platforms. In fact, he issued a statement pointing out exactly how much Facebook had lost financially since they put the silly ban in place. There have been folks who said, well, you know, if he's back on Twitter, which was huge for him, and if he's back on Facebook and Instagram, uh, you know, that, that will be a great thing. And this is where I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I've never met President Trump. He certainly has smarter people than me from whom he can get advice. But I'm going to go just out on a limb here on the Todd Starnes program, and I'm going to give some advice to the president with regard to returning to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Here's the advice. Run! It's a trap! Don't fall for it! That's the advice. Here's why. This is a big setup. A complete trap and a complete setup. Two reasons I think that. One, isn't it coincidental, Starnes Nation, that yesterday, just as Meta said, hey, come on back, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll restore you to Facebook and Instagram, at that very moment, there was a news story leaked that Trump planned to go back on those platforms and would dump Truth Social. Truth Social, of course, the social media platform that he founded and supported. Devin Nunez runs it now. And many of us are on Truth Social. So the rumor they were floating around was that Trump would come back on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Truth Social would be no more. First of all, not true. The president made it very clear that he's quite pleased with how he is able to reach people on Truth Social. But the fact that he had to issue the statement in response to the fake news story shows what they were trying to do. They were trying to torpedo his independent voice. They were trying to torpedo the business model because all they needed to do was float out the ether the fact that Trump will be going to the other platforms and off of his own, it would crater their business model. And he's too smart a businessman to do that, certainly. And that's the other reason why, you know, in conjunction with this, he's not going to leave Truth Social. And if he goes back on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, he's diluting his message and therefore hurting the Truth Social business. If he's posting the same thing all places, why would you go to something like Truth Social if you were not already there? That is the big selling point for Truth Social. It is where you hear from Trump directly. 
And for that to go away is something I don't see him doing. I suppose if he gets into the thick of the 2024 campaign and may want to add those other sources where he can buy ads and, and all of this, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll have that conversation then. But right now, it would be a suicidal business move. And here's the other reason I say it's a trap. They have threatened to pull him again for anywhere from a day to a month to a year to longer if he were to violate their rules going forward. Now, say what you want about 2020, but don't you dare say anything about 2024 or the prospect of fraud then. Then we'll slap your hand and take your phone away from you and you won't be able to post. That's the trap. Oh, all is forgiven. Come on back. And then when it is needed, right up before a primary, a caucus, an election, they'll pull the plug. Right when it's necessary to reach voters, they'll start censoring. It is a complete trap. And if I'm President Trump, I'm going nowhere near those platforms. They want to resurrect the old accounts, fine. Because then we can all remember exactly what was said to see that it wasn't stoking an insurrection. It wasn't doing anything other than what it had done, which is wake people up and help Americans realize how broken the system was and how deep the swamp was, inhabited by swamp monsters who only come out of the goo every two or six years, depending on when they run for re-election, shower off, come back to the voters and say how wonderful they are, and they're not part of the mess, and then they are glad to ooze back into the swamp once you return them to office. So, again, Mr. President, you don't need to hear my advice, but when they say get rid of Truth Social, no, for a variety of reasons. When they say come back to these platforms, they're just going to look for the first excuse to yank your credentials again. And even if it's wrong, even if they have no basis for it, the headline will be Trump again suspended from Facebook. And the assumption by people who don't dig deeper will be that there must have been a reason for it. We all know there was a reason, but it was not truth. It was politics. And so long, Mr. President, as you have truth on your side, as in truth social and the truth as a message, stay there. We'll stick with you right there. You can follow Todd on Truth Social at Todd Starnes. You can follow me on the socials, including Truth Social at Iowa Politics. That's at I-O-W-A Politics. Coming up after this short break... I'm going to give you two words that should strike absolute fear in the hearts of any red-blooded patriotic American. Two words, and I'll tell you what they are after this break. 844-747-8868 is how you can join the Coast to Coast Conversation. Good to be with you on this Thursday. I'm Jeff Stein, in for Todd, and you're listening to The Todd Starn Show. 
The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA, you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome back to the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd on this Thursday from the Liberty University studio. Give us a call at 844-747-8868. Dylan will take the call and let me know what you have on your mind. We'll get you right here on the radio. 844-747-8868. Ten minutes or so away, we'll speak with the CEO of Newsmax, Chris Ruddy, about what DirecTV is doing to them and really doing to you. Coming up in our next hour, by the way, and I hope you can be along for all three hours of the program. If not, there's the Toddcast podcast posted shortly after this program ends at 3 o'clock Eastern weekdays, and you can download, listen, share with a friend, all of that. It's all at toddstarns.com, of course. We'll be speaking with one of the lawyers for President Trump. Her name is Christina Bob, and she has a new book that was released on Tuesday of this this week called Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. Christina Bob joining us coming up in our next hour. Before the break, I warned you that there were two words that, if spoken in conjunction with one another, would strike fear in the hearts of good government fans and patriotic Americans everywhere. Are you ready? Here, here are the two words. Senator Schiff. It was announced today by Democrat Representative Adam Schiff that he is running for the U.S. Senate in the state of California. Oh, don't we all feel better knowing that Adam Schiff wants to take his track record of excellence, those are in quotes, in the U.S. House, and move to the U.S. Senate. After all, if he's not on the Intelligence Committee and doesn't have time leaking information and making false statements based upon his reputation as a member of the committee, he'll have plenty of time, I guess, to run for Senate. Maybe Kevin McCarthy's doing him a favor with that. But in any case, the news is that uh, Congressman Schiff announced his bid for Senate in California. Now, this is a seat that has been held for many years by Senator Dianne Feinstein. She has filed re-election paperwork, but has not announced if she will seek a sixth full term next year. She's 89 years of age and has had a difficult time of late. There have been some who have questioned her fitness for the job. In addition, her husband recently passed away after a long bout with cancer, as I recall. 
She has said publicly it's fine if people want to run, go ahead. She just needs more time to decide. She says she'll make the decision probably in a couple of months in order to put it all together, and I think we all respect that. Well, California Congresswoman Katie Porter announced her bid for U.S. Senate, despite, uh, it used to be you'd wait, right? Feinstein's the longtime incumbent. The election is not until November of 2024. California's primary at least used to be in June of the same year. So you've got plenty of time. I don't care if it's going to cost a gazillion dollars to run a campaign. You've got plenty of time. It used to be you'd wait to see what the incumbent would do as a show of respect. Katie Porter threw that out the door by announcing her bid. Now Adam Schiff doesn't want to be left out. At least he did meet with Feinstein last year, apparently. This is according to CNN. He met with Feinstein to say he was thinking about running, just to be respectful, and and I guess you, you give that. Of course, he was probably also hoping she would get out of the way and endorse him, and I suppose that can still come. Congresswoman Barbara Lee told the Congressional Black Caucus in a closed-door meeting, apparently, that she plans to run. So there's three members of the California congressional delegation. In addition, you've got the lieutenant governor, who's apparently interested. You've got the attorney general, who's interested. And U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Xavier Becerra. I think that's how you pronounce his name. God knows if I listened to Joe Biden, I wouldn't know, because he can't get it right. But in any case, uh, Secretary Becerro's a former member of Congress as well. All of those in the mix. So there's a half dozen Democrats, plus the incumbent, could be swirling around with regard to U.S. Senate on the Democrat side in 2024. I just don't know. Here, here's the thing with, with the phrase, Senator Schiff. You don't believe what he says because his track record would support not believing what he says, right? You recall his, uh, his uh, Hall of Fame of quotes, direct intelligence that Trump is a Russian operative, etc., etc. I don't want to bore you with it. But as a member of the House, even as a, an important member of a key committee, you're still only one of 435 individuals. In other words, his power can only go so far. If the people of the Golden State were foolish enough to elect him, or maybe I should phrase it a little differently, if the Secretary of State of California at some point certifies that he's the winner of the election, let's keep all contingencies open, he's then one of a hundred. And potentially... And again, 24 is going to be a tough cycle for Democrats. A lot of Democrats up for re-election, as opposed to the cycle we just came through in 2022. That one had a lot more Republican seats to defend. So it's going to be a tough sled for Democrats in 2024. That's why the presidential election has coattail effect, right? But what if the Democrats keep the majority in the Senate, heaven forbid, after 2024? And it's 52-48, 51-49, 50-50 with a vice presidential tiebreaker. That gives Schiff a lot more power. And that's what makes me scared to death. That his track record suggests that I don't want him to have more power. I don't want him voting on things that affect my life. 
Now, by saying that, I'm sure he's figuring out a way to uh, audit my taxes with uh, with one of those eighty seven thousand new IRS agents. I don't know. I'll take a I'll take a chance. Maybe people will think it's Starn saying it and and not me, and so I can uh, I can skate. But again, he'd like to be Senator Schiff from the state of California. Good luck, California. Coming up after this break, Chris Ruddy of Newsmax and what the formerly mainstream media is trying to do to the truth that his channel tells. That's coming up in just a few. Stick with us. Jeff Stein in for Todd on the Todd Starn Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand-new towels. These things are incredible. And best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with USA cotton. They are soft yet absorbent, and you're normally going to pay over $100. But thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. Welcome back to the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today from the Liberty University studio. We have time to take your calls in this half hour, and I invite you to weigh in on the things we've talked about today. It's 844-747-8868, same number that you're used to using when Todd is here. It's 844-747-8868. Now, before the break, I said we'd be talking with Christopher Ruddy of Newsmax. He had a very good reason for begging off the interview. Namely, he got in to talk to a U.S. senator about this mess. And given the antitrust uh, implications, given the the uh, legal matters that have to do with the censorship that's being employed here, you understand why he's going to talk to the senator as opposed to the monkey here behind the microphone. All right. So let me tell you about the situation. If you're not aware, thousands, millions of people this morning got up, turned on TV to watch their favorite programming on Newsmax in the morning, and it wasn't there. With a slide on the screen that said, Direct TV. And Newsmax, uh, the agreement ended, and uh, they're still in negotiations, and uh, we hope to have the channel back soon. You've seen this before, right, on the, on the systems that you have. All of a sudden, you go to watch a show, and up on the screen, just a bunch of words that say, uh, we, uh, the contract ended, and we are in negotiations. We hope to have it back soon. Well, they're lying to you on this one. And let me tell you more about it. First of all, write down this website, IWantNewsmax.com. Very simple. 
IWantNewsmax.com. And it has all the information you need in terms of what you need to do to take action. I can tell you this, once I heard at the house that uh, Newsmax might be coming off of DirecTV, uh, my wife said, well, thank goodness we have Dish Network, which is an option for you folks, okay? Uh, because it's it's uh, we lock it in on the Newsmax that we get on, on uh, Dish Network. But as of midnight, earlier today, DirecTV dropped Newsmax from all of its platforms. The second conservative channel that DirecTV has deplatformed in the past year. And it's just a coincidence that OAN was dumped last year. It had nothing to do with the content on the channel. Newsmax is the number four cable channel, cable news channel in America. I'll say that again. Newsmax, the number four cable news channel in America. Thanks to you, of course. Well, that's too much power. And here's something to understand about cable and satellite. Back 40 years ago, thereabouts, when we first started getting cable TV, the idea was that you run the cable to your house, you pay the cable company, and now it's satellite, but it's the same principle, and then you get more programming. Well, the programming that was put on these channels, some of it came from your local stations, some of it came from channels that developed as paper channel like HBO or or they uh, they started up and became cable channels. Originally it was just they were bringing in broadcast channels but the signal was better. And then it added and added and the whole thing was so that they could sell you a premium movie channel like HBO, Cinemax, etc. Well the local channels said well this isn't fair that we're providing you with the way to make money and you're not compensating us for it. And so all of these cable and satellite companies got into arrangements with your local TV channel. So if you're the, uh, if you watch the NBC station in a market, and let's say it's channel 13, well, they've made a deal with the cable and satellite company, and in exchange for running channel 13, then they may also carry 13.2 or 13.3, one of the other channels that the over-the-air station operates. Okay, so they're getting something for it. Well, what about these cable-only channels, as we called it? What about ESPN? What about Fox News? What about Newsmax? Well, they want to get a little action on this. Why should AT&T and DirecTV make $2.7 billion, with a B, dollars in profits last year? Why should DirecTV make $2.7 billion in profits and then refuse to pay a channel to help them make that money. See, is this just a matter of a company saying, if you're going to make money off of our product, we'd like you to share a little of it. DirecTV says Newsmax should get zero license fees. In other words, DirecTV says Newsmax should just be happy that they're being carried. Newsmax was asking about a dollar a year per subscriber. So literally, if you're a DirecTV subscriber, all Newsmax wanted was a buck a year. That's it. 
DirecTV pays liberal news channels big fees, in fact. I don't have DirecTV, as I, as I mentioned. I have Dish Network. DirecTV has 22 liberal news channels. Are you kidding me? You're paying for that. Well, I guess if you want to pay for it, that's fine. Now, it is important to note that DirecTV does not just operate on its own. It's part of a big company, namely AT&T. And so if you don't like how DirecTV treated Newsmax, you can do something about it. Yeah, you, could, you can cancel your DirecTV. You can go get one of the other platforms. You can get Newsmax on Dish, a lot of other options. But don't stop there. This is AT&T controlling all of this. Well, do you have an AT&T phone? Do you have a cell phone tied to AT&T? You know, everything's bundled again these days. So why the heck not? Um, <laughs> why not just say, you know what? I, I just don't think I need AT&T anymore. President Trump today called DirecTV's uh, removal of Newsmax disgusting. He is urging a boycott of DirecTV and AT&T, and President Trump says he's personally canceling their products. DirecTV, though, telling customers they're in negotiations with Newsmax. No negotiations are taking place. That's according to Newsmax. They ought to know, right? So here's what you do. Go to IWantNewsmax.com. IWantNewsmax.com. Everything I've been telling you here is listed there, but it also tells you what you can do. The phone number is to call to demand Newsmax come back or else you'll cancel your DirecTV. If you're an AT&T customer, you can call and threaten to cancel unless they end the censorship of Newsmax. You could also call your congressman or senator, and I've got a phone number I'll give you here in just one moment. Tell your elected officials you want Newsmax kept on these systems because it really isn't about money, now is it? It's about censoring a conservative voice and censoring the voice that brings you Donald Trump rallies. Now, I happen to have uh, Real America's Voice, RAV, on my DISH network system. Well, if I want to see Donald Trump speak, it's Newsmax or RAV. If, for example, on DirecTV, you don't have Newsmax anymore, where are you going to see the Trump rally? Oh, you think that's more than a coincidence? Well, of course it is. You can also sign a petition by going to that website. But here's the number to call a congressman or a senator, 202-224-3121. I'll say that again, 202-224-3121. Go ahead and register your opinion that Congress should get involved and stop the censorship of Newsmax. Call Congress at 202-224-3121. Go to IWantNewsmax.com. And do your part to stop AT&T's DirecTV's censorship of Newsmax. Again, DirecTV pulled Newsmax from all of its platforms. AT&T is the parent company. This is an example of how you will stand up to this corporate media 
this censorship that is going on. I want Newsmax.com. 844-747-8868 is how you can reach us here on the Todd Starn Show. We'll take a break now. Your call's on the other side. Jeff Stein in for Todd, and this is the Todd Starn Show. Welcome back to the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Broadcasting, as always, from the Liberty University studio. Join us at 844-747-8868. That's the number that Victor used calling in from Maryland. So you're looking to take some action based on what we were just talking about, Victor. Yes, I left word with my broker I want to sell all my AT&T shares. That's a fantastic option that uh, you know we hadn't talked about. Um, is this going to cause you some uh, financial harm? Probably. But there's a bigger purpose, isn't there? Yes. What was the the last draw, if you will? I mean, because you don't just make rash decisions. You sound like you're you're, you're uh, you've got a good sense about things. So, uh, what was it about this action that led you to take the step you did? I just got fed up with um, Dish Network. I don't have cable anyway. I have over the air TV, and I got Roku on my TV, so I still can get Newsmax. So, um, I never wanted cable in the first place. But when they start um, shutting down conservative uh, platforms, uh, why should I uh, buy stock in the company? Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, Do you have a uh, a mobile phone with them or phone service through them? I know in the old days that was harder. I have a a landline um, Mm -hmm. with another company. Okay. And um, I think I'm going to get my fiancé to drop her uh, AT&T cell phone. This is such a great idea, Victor, and I'm so glad that that you called in because you gave us just another example of how people can stand up. Uh, Do you pay attention to who you do business with in other respects, uh, going to certain stores or shopping certain places because of, uh, or or not shopping there, because of uh, their, their public positions? More or less, I won't even think about going in a store where there's a sign that says we're a gun free zone. Oh, goodness. Goodness, good for you. Good for you. And I'm, I'm blind, so I have to find a store that will be willing to help me. And, you know, a lot of these places you go in and nobody wants to help you. So that's another uh, reason why I pick and choose where I shop. And I have to bring somebody with me to some of these places in order to find stuff. And, and yet, because it is even going to be more difficult... And even though it's going to cost you, in this case, some money, you're willing to do it. That is oh. real conviction. Oh, yes. Victor, thank you so much for calling into the Todd Starn Show, and do it again, if you would, please. Victor calling in from Maryland, and I'll tell you, that's an interesting thing. This is what we've talked about, those of us who talk into a microphone, those of you who listen talked about this for some time. I get people who say to me, well, okay, you've analyzed what the problem is. What do I do about it? You take whatever action you can. So here's a situation where AT&T 
is censoring Newsmax. They'll tell you it's all about money, but it isn't. It's more than a coincidence that it's Newsmax that they're throwing off as it's coming into the 24 election. So you can take that action with regard to your TV, or you can follow President Trump's lead and divest yourself of everything tied to AT&T. And so Victor says, fine, I'm going to sell my AT&T stock. I'm going to get my uh, fiancé to change her mobile carrier. We take whatever steps we can. I still have not been in a certain retail store. Well, I've told you before, it's Kohl's, popular department store in the Middle West. Used to shop there a lot. But then they took all of the MyPillow products off the shelves because, you know, Mike Lindell's a threat to society. And so I just stopped going there. And you'll notice they kept it online. You could still order it online, but you couldn't get it in a store. So they still wanted to squeeze every dime out of it. But they didn't. They, they wanted to look good in the public perception. Bed Bath & Beyond got rid of the MyPillow products. Now they're bankrupt. So that phrase, go woke, go broke, all right. Seems to be a reason, and it's not just because it's a catchy saying. So it comes down to what do you want to do? How do you want to have your voice be heard? Do you think that, for example, this huge company, AT&T, are they going to notice it if one guy in Maryland sells his stock? Maybe not. Will they notice it if hundreds of people do? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Sell the stock. They may not care. But you'll know that you took the step, and all of us together taking steps, that's how we affect change. That's one of the things that that I think is really important, and I know this audience understands it. The problem is huge, and you can't see me because this is radio, but I'm gesturing broadly. The problem of woke culture and all of this and censorship of conservatives, it's a huge issue. You can't solve it all by yourself with any single action. But take the action you can take. That's the key point here. Do the thing you can do. Get rid of DirecTV if you don't like how they're treating Newsmax. If you don't like how Newsmax is being treated, get rid of anything that's tied to AT&T. Show them, and have the courage of your convictions in doing it, show them that Your dollars cannot be taken for granted. Your business cannot be taken for granted. And you won't sell out just for a deal. Again, when I asked Victor, do you think you may lose money by dumping the stock? He said, probably. (laughs) Don't care. It's a more important principle. 
This is how we affect change. We take the steps we can take to make a difference and feel better about it. And that, my friends, emboldens us to do more, to take the next step. Maybe that is where you run for the school board. Maybe that is where you keep in contact with your state representative or senator, go to their town meetings, etc. Let them know what you think. Be active. Do everything respectfully and legally, but be active about it. That is the way that we affect change. That is how the Trump movement came to be. A decade before, not quite. That's how the Tea Party movement came to be. I remember when the first Tea Party rally was held in my home area, and I went to see what was going on, and I saw all these people I knew, and we all looked at each other and said, well, I didn't know you felt that way. And that is how the movement is built, one person at a time. So good for you, Victor, and thanks for sharing the story. Christina Bob on Stealing Your Vote. Lindsay Keith from Newsmax, both coming up in our next hour. Hope you stay around. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Thanks for being along on the Todd Starn Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Wherever you're listening across this, the greatest nation God ever blessed, welcome to our number two of this Thursday edition of the Todd Starnes Show. Coast to coast on more than 100 outstanding radio stations and streaming live at ToddStarns.com and on Getter and uh, Rumble and, well, you know the drill. Hello, fellow patriots. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. He's taking care of some other business. Should be back in this air chair tomorrow from the Liberty University studio. Pleasure to join you from my home base at the home of Todd Starnes in Iowa. News Talk 1540 KXEL in Cedar Rapids and Waterloo. The 50,000-watt blowtorch scorching middle America with accurate news and reasonable views. Join our coast-to-coast conversation by dialing 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. We'll get to your calls later this hour. But joining us now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is Christina Bob. Ms. Bob is the author of a book that was released earlier this week called Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. Return guest to our program. Ms. Bob, welcome back to the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. How are you? Jeff, great. Thank you so much for having me on. And in full disclosure, you and I talked on my program in Iowa yesterday, and this topic is so important that when I learned I was going to be filling in for Todd, I wanted to make sure we we could arrange to have you on. And remind us of how you first started looking crosswise at the 2020 election. You were serving in a role as a a television reporter at the time, correct? Yeah, that's right. I was uh, reporting from the White House on November 3rd, 2020, election night, and I... I think I kind of came to the conclusion the same way the rest of America came to the conclusion. Election night 
didn't look right. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of weird things happening uh, and a lot of people trying to steamroll over it. And, you know, calling Arizona so early when Fox News did that was the first time it kind of sparked me going, wait a second, are they are they trying to do something weird here? And then, of course, they stopped the counting and, you know, all of the, the weird occurrences that all that made all of us question it. That I mean, I was right there with you trying to figure it all out and report on it. And uh, it, it just didn't smell right. The stopping of the vote count. I, you know, and again, I first started covering elections, well, I guess it was a little more than 40 years ago, as a, as a teenager. And, uh, you know, the, the concept that election night is stopped and then started again when it's convenient, that was just unheard of, in my view anyway, never mind chain of custody of votes. Of course, of course, and never mind the obvious uh, problems that it creates in causing people to doubt the process. Because the whole point of having a result on election night is so people know that that's what came in on election night. If you give them three, four, five, seven days to, like, go find more votes, we can't trust the fact that those votes were legitimate votes and that they didn't just go find them after they knew how many they needed to go find. So it it creates a whole host of problems. As a lawyer yourself, you set up an argument in this book, Stealing Your Vote, And so basically you're making the case of what happened in 2020, not to cry sour grapes or whatever, but to point out, unless things change, we're going to keep having these problems, correct? That's exactly right. I wanted the reader to really understand what happened in 2020, get angry about it, but feel empowered. I want the reader to have the information that they need to go fix their local elections. And by fix, I mean correct them. Uh, shore up any voter roll issues, shore up any chain of custody issues. I, I lay it out there so that you can go to your precinct and make sure your precinct is secure. It's very clear at this point, Congress isn't going to help us. You know, we're not getting the top-down help that would have been easier to clear this up. So we have to do it from the bottom up. We have to make sure every single precinct is secure. And that means every single one of us needs to get involved to secure our own precinct. Christina Bob is the author of the brand new book, Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. She's joining us on the Todd Starn Show, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. And something you just said ties in directly with a conversation we had with the audience just before the top of the hour break. You have to do what you can in your corner of the world. I mean, you could sit back as a listener to this program and say, the system is rigged, I can't do anything about it. Or you just kind of take care of your little corner of the world, and if everybody does that, we can actually have a fair system. That's exactly right. And I've heard so many people complaining, saying, oh, it's rigged, I don't want to vote, all this stuff. Well, the people that I talked to when I was doing my investigation, one woman, this is an example I've used before, uh, I talked to a few women, particularly in Detroit, that were outnumbered. They were Republican poll challengers, and of course, there were Democrats. You know, there's supposed to be one Republican, one Democrat with them at, at all the different tables. This is in Detroit. She was outnumbered 100 to 1. There were 100 more Democrat poll challengers than there were Republicans in her area. That is unacceptable. We cannot sit back and say, oh, if the system is rigged, I don't want to vote. Fine, don't vote, but go secure the polls for everybody else who's going to vote. You know what I mean? I mean, you should vote. I don't don't take me seriously on that. But um, 
we can't complain about it, not do anything, and then just say, oh, the system's rigged. Maybe the system is rigged, and I certainly, you know, have some information in my book to suggest that it is. But the other part of this is Democrats are just better at being involved. They're all activists, and we all mind our own business, and that needs to change. Well, that used to be the old joke that uh, you could round up a bunch of Democrats to protest because Republicans were busy working and making a living and keeping society going. But to, to your to your point, so one versus a hundred, that's not an example of a rigged system. That's an example of one side not taking advantage and mobilizing, right? Exactly right. That's exactly right. And so that's my frustration with our own side is yes, there are there are aspects of the election that are rigged or, you know, what I would call cheating, all of the, the corruption. That's certainly there. But we can't escape the fact that so much of this is just because we weren't doing our part. And I want to be careful because I'm sure some of your listeners are very active. There are a lot of people doing a lot of really great work and that are involved. And I met so many great volunteers on the ground in all of these states that I spent months in doing. So if you are one of those people, please do not be discouraged by what I'm saying. I know you're out there and I know you're doing it. My point is, there's not enough of you. We need a hundred times the amount of people who are currently doing it. Well, it's a matter of if you're doing it, that's great. Good for you. Keep it up. But bring a friend. I mean, it's the same thing we used to talk about about Election Day voting. Good for you to go vote. Bring a friend. Even better, bring two. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. That that is how we will clean this up. And the corruption and the, the criminal aspect of election fraud is a whole other bailiwick that the you know normal citizens don't have a lot of say in because that's up to law enforcement, right? What they can do on the criminal side, citizens call your local sheriff, call your district attorneys, and make sure all your friends get a whole list of your friends together of you know a thousand people in your neighborhood in your area to call your sheriff and say this is this is important to me. I want you to enforce the law on election. So even though you may not necessarily be directly involved in a law enforcement function, you got to let the people who are know what you want and what you expect from them. Now, I feel very fortunate to live in the free state of Iowa where we use paper ballots. We have a member of the sheriff's department take the ballots uh, and the uh, voting machines from each precinct to the courthouse. I mean, this chain of custody is tight. And there yeah. may be other issues, but this chain of custody, and that's a legal phrase, but but it means you're not going to have the kind of interference that, you know, hey, look, I found a box of ballots. I mean, it just doesn't right. happen. So as we look to 2024, where are the points of greatest concern? Because am I right in understanding that... Democrats have tried a a bunch of things over time, from making sure they had the Secretary of State offices in each state to etc. It was kind of like a perfect storm in 2020 where all the shenanigans worked. Uh, What can be done to kind of disrupt that legally for 2024? Yeah, well, I think the voter rolls and chain of custody are probably the most important issues that folks can get involved in. You know, do what you can within your community to clean up your voter roll. It might mean that you need to file FOIA requests or open records requests to your counties, or you might even have to sue your county uh, to try to get some of this information. You know, that would probably require some more organization. You might want to start a grassroots if there's not one already in existence in your area. So cleaning up the voter rolls is really, really important. And then chain of custody. Your point, the reason I, you're confident in your votes in Iowa is because the chain of custody is tight. Uh, most states, I can't say that that's true. So get involved again in your local area to figure out how you can 
kind of forced your elected officials to make sure the chain of custody is tight. If it's not tight, make sure you've got observers at every point on the chain of custody to make sure we've got people with eyes on everything every step of the way. That's what we need to be doing. Christina Bob is the author of the book Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. And before we let you go, you still are working as an attorney for President Trump and in particular focusing on election integrity issues. Yes, sir. That's right. We are really excited about the campaign. I'm so excited to be a part of it. I don't think there's anybody on the planet who can run a better campaign than Donald Trump. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump really will have any true opposition other than fraud. I mean, he'll sure he'll have Ron DeSantis will probably challenge him. There might be a few others, and I'm sure the Democrats will prop somebody up to replace Joe Biden. But America loves Donald Trump. America loves what he stands for. They they just love what he did for our country, and, and we want him back. Uh, the question is, can we all rally enough to secure our election so that we get him back in 2025? It is an issue that merits free conversation and full conversation, and I'm so glad you put this together in the book and what you're doing uh, in your work for the president. Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024, written by Christina Bob. Thank you so much, not only for your service as a Marine, but also for this continuing service to our democracy. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Christina Bob, and again the book, Stealing Your Vote. And she joined us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line on the Todd Starn Show. News is breaking now that, uh, and this is of interest obviously, uh, the home base of this program is Memphis, Tennessee at the Mighty 990. And the news is the five now former Memphis police officers, now former, they have been charged with second-degree murder in the Tyree Nichols case. And you've heard about that case, no doubt, uh, across the country. And so now the news is that all five have surrendered and all five have been charged with second-degree murder after being dismissed from the Memphis Police Department. That's the uh, breaking news just coming through a few moments ago. Interesting stuff that Christina Bob told us, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Give us a call, 844-747-8868. We'll take your calls in the next segment at 844-747-8868. Lindsay Keith of Newsmax coming up after the bottom of the hour. Jeff Stein in for Todd. This is the Todd Starn Show. Welcome back to the Liberty University studio in the Todd Starn Show. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Lindsay Keith of Newsmax joins us in about 10 minutes after our bottom-of-the-hour break. Hope you can join us now at 844-747-8868. That's the number that Matt used. He's calling in from North Carolina and listening to the Todd Starn Show on the talk station, FM 107.1 WTKF. Matt, thanks so much for calling the show. What's on your mind today? Thank you, Jeff. I'm answering your, uh, your question what do you think of what Christina Bob said? Yes. That's, well, I have three quick points, if you will. Please. Everything she said was right, number one. Number two, those Memphis police officers got what they deserve. At a minimum. Yeah, it should be first-degree murder, in my view. But the most amazing thing, well, that's terrible, but the most amazing thing is somebody declared that white supremacy no one involved was white. That's crazy. 
But see, this is the this is where the the narrative flips a little, Matt, because how many times have you heard people who are black being called uh, nothing but uh, uh, vessels for white uh, supremacists? In other words, the uh, you might be a an African American and you're a Republican, but really what you are is a puppet for the the white way of thinking. I mean, that's the odd, odd twist on this, because I agree with you. I'm sitting here in Iowa. I don't know anything about that Memphis case other than what I see in the news. I hear that it's supposedly racially motivated, and then I see the pictures of five black police officers. How is that racist? Well, it's racist if you say that they're sellouts. Does that make any sense to you? But that's what they're saying. No, sir. No sense at all. I have not paid as much attention to that case as I might have otherwise, so I've not seen any of the video, and so I'll respect your view that the the charging decision may not have been uh, serious enough. Were you surprised, going back to the first thing you said uh, when you were talking about Christina Bob joining us, were you surprised at anything that she said, um, or or is, is she underselling it a little? No, I think she was right on target. So what are the steps that we can take to make sure that 2020 isn't repeated? Well, stop the Democrat corruption. I don't know how, but that was, that's what needs to be done. Matt, thanks so much for calling in and listening, in particular, uh, on the talk station. Have a great day. Thank you so much for calling in at 844-747-8868. Well, and I think Matt makes an excellent point. Everything she said was accurate. But how do we fix it? And I think that's the trick. And this is what we've talked about in the last half hour. I I think the trick is we each have to do our little part. I cannot sit here and fix all of the problems of elections across the country. But what I can do is make sure that if I see an atrocity at my voting place, I call it out. I make sure that I, if I cannot volunteer, and it's hard for me to volunteer at a polling place because as somebody who works in journalism and uh, I'm on the air at those times, etc. But make sure that, that I encourage my neighbors to go and be a poll watcher or a poll worker. Uh, make sure that I encourage like-minded people to get out and vote, that I correct misinformation. In other words, you've heard the phrase, charity begins at home. Well, this begins at home. We each begin. I don't know how to fix the big problem. I think the only way you fix the big problem is that each one of us takes care of our little problems. If we take care of our corners of the world, then collectively we'll have the ability to have confidence in the vote. But for so long, and this is something that Ms. Bob does mention in her book, Republicans have just not engaged as aggressively in some of these actions like getting out the vote efforts or uh, making sure they were in position to watch things. Because there may have been no... She gave you the example of something that happened in Detroit, right? One Republican for 100 Democrats. There's no assertion of shenanigans going on. We don't know that. But when it's 100 to 1, there's a much greater likelihood. Just by hearing that it's 100 to 1 Democrat advantage in poll watchers, that leads you to think that the fix is in. It may not be, but it sure looks that way. Well, what, what would it be if it was 100 to 100? What if the Republicans gamed up on Election Day on that aspect of it the same way that, that uh, they might 
get people to the polls. Could make a big difference. Lindsay Keith of Newsmax scheduled to join us coming up at the bottom of the hour. Jeff Stein in for Todd on the Todd Starn Show. Welcome back to the Liberty University studio and the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. Join the Coast to Coast conversation at 844-747-8868. We'll take your calls in the next segment. But joining us now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is Lindsay Keith. Every weekday afternoon at 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 o'clock here in God's Country, where I am, and, well, the rest of you do your own math, she and Sean Spicer host Spicer and Company. Ms. Keith, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Good to be with you. Well, it's going pretty well. Uh, at least I'm not blocked on Direct TV, and that's a terrible thing. I mean, because you folks don't want to be the story. You want to tell stories, but... You're right in the middle of, of a big censorship story. Yeah, you know, it's pretty crazy. Sean and I have covered so many censorship stories over the last few years, and now we're at the center of one. So you're right. We don't like to be the story, but also it's been so crazy and awesome to see the amount of people who have spoken out um, and frustrated over this. You know, I just got an onslaught of response last night and today from viewers who said, I've switched. I've cut out drug tv i've already gone to a different provider um i'm just not going to have it it'll be interesting to see if direct listens um i know that dish tv is actually already marketing saying hey come to us we actually have newsmax on every single subscription that you can buy from us um which i think is just shows you know that it is a selling point and so for that reason it's it's crazy jeff this should be a money-making thing for them. You know, we can help them make money. We um, are a large network, and obviously people are very frustrated about this. So at the end of the day, it's DirecTV who is losing the money here, and they're losing viewers. And hopefully at the end of the day, we'll listen. Obviously, we want to be available to as many people as possible, and Americans should have the opportunity to have a differing voice. Um, and sadly, DirecTV is the one losing out on that, and... Yeah, hopefully at some point some negotiation can be made, but right now, you know, they're not they're not willing. So I want newsmax.com is the website where you get all of the information about this. And again, uh, direct claims that there are negotiations going on. Uh, Newsmax uh, should know because they should be the ones involved and they say otherwise that nothing's happening. And we had a caller in the last hour who said, "I just called my broker and said sell my AT&T stock." So this could cost DirecTV, it could cost the parent company, and you it's this is not about money. It's just pretty clearly not about money, which is the case when we hear about other channels that leave a cable system or a satellite system for some period of time. This is this is not just a money thing with them. Yeah, if it was, we would be on there because obviously people want this. It's, you know, we've seen President Trump has already spoken out. We've had countless members of Congress speak out about this. A, a lot of supporters of the network have been very outspoken, even um, the National Religious Broadcasting Association today saying this is insane because ultimately at the end of the day, Jeff, is there should be concern about, you know, any conservative voice. If you have 22 other platforms, which DirecTV does, that are liberal, which that's great. They should be able to do that. 
they should also have conservative voices that people have access to. I mean, this is America. You should be able to hear from every side. That's what makes us great. And so for them to, and it's not like we're just some nothing network, um, thanks to viewers, you know, we have grown tremendously over the last few years, which has been so exciting. And um, yeah, so this is a miss on DirecTV's part. And I hope you know, at the end of the day that they will see that. And through the action of our viewers who are saying, hey, like, I'm not happy with your decision and ultimately not giving me what I want as a viewer. And that's access to conservative voices. And for that reason, you know, I'm, I'm going to end my um, subscription to you. Well, as they say, go woke, go broke, and we've seen it in uh, so many different (laughs) industries. Your boss, Chris Ruddy, was supposed to be with us last hour, but instead talked to a senator, which we thought was probably a much better trade than talking to me. Uh, So there is action. People are listening uh, on Capitol Hill. And again, IWantNewsMax.com is where you folks can go, whether you're a DirecTV subscriber or not, and uh, suggested actions that can be taken. Well, let's go to other news stories. And I tell you, I went through my office. I went through my house. I cannot find any confidential documents. And this must just leave me out because they appear to be everywhere these days, don't they? You know, it's so funny. I do say everyone should be searching everything at this point. (laughs) It's shocking to just hear the amount of people that are coming out now and these stories, all of a sudden, there's a problem with classified documents. Why is this such a problem? There's a process in place. Obviously, it's not working. Um, And there should be concern over that because I think one of the biggest questions we still don't know, Jeff, about Biden's documents is what is the content? And ultimately, that is what we know there are committees looking into this. We had Congressman Mike Waltz, the Intel Committee, is asking for that content because it doesn't matter about the numbers. You keep hearing, wow, Trump had so many, Biden only had this many. It's about what is in the content of those documents that really matters because those could be exposing, you know, things that are protecting Americans ultimately at the end of the day. And so there should be great concern for that. And also, there has to be some kind of and uh, there needs to be uh, checks and balances on how people are leaving office that they can have that many. And I really, the concern for me is that you have a senator who had classified documents because that means he's had them for at least 15 years. And so who had access? It's hard to track who had access to those documents over a 15-year period and who, when there's no visitor logs at this person's home, we know his son was there. There's a lot of questions that we honestly may never get answers to, um, but should be very concerning to American people that this has been, that who knows how many people have had access to these documents that were in a garage that Biden says, you know, it was locked. Great. <laughs> okay, great. I don't I don't think that is a same level of a skiff that we know. So a lot of concerning questions that hopefully we'll be getting answers to. But at this point, you know, we know that a lot of, organizations are saying, the Justice Department and the archives, they are being slow to respond. That's the new battle, getting access to this information. Um, And so this will be ongoing. So what will we be talking about for months to come, I'm sure? Well, it is one thing for a president and a vice president to leave office, and this is what I don't understand. If you move, you're packing your own office, I trust. I doubt that there's a team of people helping you move your office. Well, if you're the president, you're not sitting there, you know, with a banker's box and loading files yourself. Other people are doing it. And so if Pence has some documents, 
in boxes that were packed up for him. Trump the same way, okay, you know, it's not great, but it, it happens. But I'm so glad you mentioned the fact that many of these documents date back to Senator Biden. And at best, it's a decade and a half, and it may go back even further. So he's got classified documents dating back to three different jobs over a couple of decades. It either, to me, means these documents are not all that important, or we'd have missed them by now, or that he's the irresponsible one, as opposed to the phrase he used to refer to President Trump. Absolutely. I mean, if you are a repeat offender, you didn't learn your lesson, And to your point, it's very unlikely that presidents and vice presidents are packing up their office. But a senator, um, but here's the thing, every senator or member of Congress who goes on the record to talk about this, they will say, you look at these in a secure location, a skiff. And then you, that's the only place you can look at it. It's packed up and you leave. You don't leave with the documents. So how did this senator leave with the documents in the first place and how did he not only leave, they ended up in his home, which we know he went to on a train, not secure. There's so many different steps that we could break this down for. But, you know, by his own account, and I'm glad that you brought that up, by Biden's own account, he has been irresponsible. And so there's really no way around that at this point. By his own account, he also has not been transparent with the American people. When he started office, he said he would be honest even about the hard thing. This is a hard thing. And they just keep falling back on, okay, well, this is an investigation, which it is, but there's a lot of things they could be doing to be honest about them, and we're already seeing that they weren't. For instance, I mean, this got leaked from a CBS investigation. They didn't come out about it when they knew a couple days before an election, which seems very iffy. There's just, it doesn't smell good at the end of the day. And their word at this point is not at the high standard that they say it was, that they were going to do all these things, and now we're realizing, wow, your actions are speaking a lot louder than your words, which breaks trust with the American people. Never a good sign. Well, and again, as you quite accurately note, they knew about it for two months. Never mind the election, which is an important enough factor. They knew for two months and would never have admitted it had it not been for CBS reporting on this. And then it makes you wonder, well, how did they come upon it? Were they trying to... uh, sanitize these places from documents that would have hurt Hunter? Well, who knows, but uh, it, it is a story that you're going to be covering on Spicer and Company weekdays at 5 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern, I, I'm afraid, for some time. The docudrama, as they call it, continues. Uh, is it too soon to ask what's on the agenda for today's fine program? No, it never is too soon to ask. Um, so we're going to have Congressman Brian Babin on and Michael Burgess. We're going to be talking to them about some of these things. Also, the fentanyl crisis um, that's coming across our border. Mayorka says that he's handling it. But when you talk to attorney generals around the country, no matter Democrat or Republican, they're not happy about it. Um, and we're going to talk about President Biden coming back, or President Trump, rather, coming back on Facebook and Instagram. Will he do it? Um, so that'll be a big controversy, obviously, with him running. Um, that's where he made a lot of his ad dollars. So will he get back on or not? And uh, it's going to be a good show. Well, it's always a good show, and it's 5 o'clock weekdays. (laughs) By the way, I said in the last hour, Trump going back on those platforms was a trap. I don't think he should take it. But in any case, uh, Lindsey Keith, thanks so much for the time today. We'll see you on Newsmax. We'll see you on Newsmax unless we have DirecTV at 5 o'clock Eastern. (laughs) Sounds good. See you tonight. Lindsay Keith, Spicer and Company, and again, it's at Newsmax, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern. I want Newsmax.com 
is where you can go to learn more about this uh, this DirecTV dispute. And she joined us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. You know, now more than ever, it is important to support companies and organizations that share our values. It's what we've been talking about all day. Well, here's a way you can support someone who feels the way you do. It's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. They share our beliefs, and then they do something about it by donating a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Switch to Patriot Mobile now and use promo code TOD to get free activation and a free gift. There's a deal. Patriot Mobile, broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same towers other carriers use, but they have plans to fit any budget. Plus, great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, discounts for multi-line users as well. Switch to Patriot Mobile. It's easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or call their U.S.-based customer service team, thank you very much, at 972-PATRIOT. Once again, special discount free premier activation but you have to use promo code todd for more details patriotmobile.com slash todd patriotmobile.com slash todd or call 972 patriot it's patriot mobile at 972 patriot connor i know you've called in from boston hold on the line i'll take you first after this break 844-747-8868 to join the conversation jeff stein in for todd and this is the todd starn show Welcome back to the Todd Starn Show from the Liberty University studio. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. Coming up in our next hour, we'll speak with Adam Gallette. He is president of Accuracy in Media. And this is a real success story. And I'm looking forward to sharing that tale with you. And that's coming up if you're with us in less than 15 minutes. Also coming up next hour, Congressman Ken Buck from Colorado's 4th District. He's the author of a brand new book, holding it right here in my hand. It's called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. That's in our next hour. Now let's go to the uh, lines, 844-747-8868. Connor is listening to this program online in Boston. Connor, good to have you call the program again. What's on your mind? Jeff, my friend, you always do such a great job, and it's a pleasure to speak with you on air today. Privilege. You are very kind, sir. Thank you much. Hey, so I wanted to chat about um, this whole issue with AT&T and Newsmax. Now, I think what a lot of folks don't remember when it comes to um, AT&T is that they are a utility. Every time they put a fiber optic line up, a cell tower up, anything like that, they receive federal funding. Um, also with AT&T, when they bought DirecTV back in 2015, I, I want to add to under the Obama administration, they had to agree to certain terms and conditions uh, to make that um, that large of a merger go through. First thing is, if why are we as taxpayers funding a company that is going to censor um, a news agency such as Newsmax? And number two, were, were there any provisions in that deal that said, like, hey, if you are going to limit um, or censor anything for the general public, we can go ahead and we can revisit this deal and possibly look into... Um, you stripping some funding that was given to them or maybe breaking up the deal from, um, like, retroactively in a way. I think something needs to be done because AT&T, like I said, is a utility. They are receiving taxpayer funding, and they should not be able to allow this to happen. Well, here's one little angle as to how they would dispute what you assert. They're saying, they're saying, we're not censoring anybody. 
we just haven't been able to come to contract terms. It's all financial. It has nothing to do with the content. But that argument falls of its own weight, does it not, Connor? Because you hear Numismax's demands. They just want a token payment less than these other liberal channels are being paid. So the economic argument is a sham. That's what they're going to say, though. It's not censorship. It's all business. You don't buy that, though, do you? I don't buy it for 10 seconds. So AT&T, they, they went on a merger path a few years ago. They bought Time Warner. They yep. bought DirecTV. And really, the whole we should have known this from the beginning there. The whole idea there was they want to control what people are consuming, how they're consuming content, and what content is being created. And they want to push their liberal agenda, obviously from this point right here with, um, with Newsmax, but AT&T is no friend of conservatives, and I think everybody should just drop AT&T. We should look into this on a, on a, a, a legal level um, and switch to somewhere like Patreon Mobile. They're fantastic. Well, again, you've got options, and this is the important thing. And, Connor, thank you so much for calling in and the kind words. I've heard you on the program with Todd before, and I'm glad you called in today from Boston, listening online at toddstarns.com, also on Rumble and Getter, and you get the drill. But, but this is what's important is that we have a choice of where to spend our dollars. And if AT&T's mobile operation, whatever they call it, if, if, we, uh, if we don't like their business, we'll go elsewhere. This is the same argument they're using. So why not turn it on right back on them? The argument that AT&T slash DirecTV is using is, oh, it's all economics. We just can't reach a contract settlement. It's just financial. Okay, then let's make it financial. I don't want to pay you for TV service. I don't want to pay you for phone service. We have options now, landlines, mobile phones, etc. We have all manner of options for satellite services. As I mentioned in the last hour, I have Dish Network, but I could switch tomorrow. Just like if I had DirecTV, I could switch tomorrow. It doesn't take much. It's very easy these days. It's not like the old days where, well, we got one provider. Most places, most places, you have options. And you need to take advantage, as Connor suggested. Why not Patriot Mobile? Great company. And they believe in the things we believe in. I tell you, it's, it's, it's hard to believe we've gotten to the point where you have to kind of check the political affiliations of people you're going to spend money to. But, hey, that's the way it is. And you want to feel good about yourself? Then do that. More of the Todd Starn Show coming up. So grateful that you're along. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Third hour coming up of the Todd Starn Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Wherever you're listening across this, the greatest nation God ever blessed, welcome to our number three of a Thursday edition of the Todd Starnes radio program, coast to coast on more than 100 outstanding radio stations and streaming live at Todd Starnes.com. Hello, fellow patriots. I'm Jeff Stein, filling in for Todd today. He's taking care of some business outside the studio, should be back in the air chair tomorrow. I'm coming to you from 
Iowa's home for the Todd Starn Show. My home base at News Talk 1540 KXEL in Cedar Rapids and Waterloo, Iowa. The 50,000-watt blowtorch scorching middle America with accurate news and reasonable views. It is a privilege, as always, to speak to you, Starnes Nation, from the Liberty University studio. Give us a call and let's continue this fine coast-to-coast conversation. We'll take your calls in the next segment. Here's the number. Might as well queue up now and give Dylan something to do to talk to you and get you in the queue here. It's 844-747-8868. That's your coast-to-coast connection, 844-747-8868. And again, we'll take your calls in the next segment because joining us now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is Adam Gallette. Mr. Gallette is president of Accuracy in Media. Adam, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd Starnes today. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. It is good to talk to you again. And I say again because what we're going to talk about today has a bit of a setup, and it has to do with when you joined me on my Iowa radio show, Coast to Coast in My State, uh, last year with regard to a hidden camera investigation. So tell us what that was about, the time that you spent in Iowa and what you found. Well, we found the same thing in Iowa, unfortunately, that we found in district after district, in state after state across the country. Administrators are lying to parents. They're deceiving parents in an effort to break the law in many instances and push the principles associated with critical race theory into public school classrooms. These are school districts where kids can't read at the grade appropriate reading level. They can't do math at the grade appropriate reading or grade appropriate level. But rather than focusing on those essential priorities, these districts are more focused on social justice. And you called in, and we did an extended interview. And at that time, the videos that you folks had taken of the school officials, and it was large and small schools different areas of the state, so it wasn't just one pocket. And again, so the audience knows, the Iowa legislature had banned the teaching of critical race theory. All right, so what was it that they were saying, or what was the context in terms of how you were able to get these videos? What was the setup so that these folks were talking to you? Well, I never like to give away our tactics because this is an ongoing investigation. There are more states where this needs to be exposed because I think the average parent trusts their district. It's almost like congressmen. You look at the approval rating for Congress as a whole, and it's less popular than COVID, right? But 95% of congressmen get reelected because people assume theirs is the good one. Same thing with public education. People realize there are major problems with public education, but they want to believe that it can't happen here. I met with my child's administrator and principal, and they seem like nice people. Well, I met with them, too, but I did it with a hidden camera, and they told me they're lying to you. And to be fair, these aren't one-dimensional Bond villains, evil people. These administrators are pushing these ideas because they believe it's in your child's best interest. But what they view as in your child's best interest is probably dramatically different from what you think is in your child's best interest. And once again, would never ask you to reveal how you get into these uh, situations, but the bottom line is, you're in the room, and they're freely talking to someone not knowing they're being recorded, and by the way, it is it is legal, is legal to do this uh, in the states where you do it. So they, they think they're uh, talking to a like-minded individual and, and boasting about how they avoid these laws. Yeah, that's exactly right. They brag about how they trick and deceive parents. 
They tell us instead of calling it critical race theory, now they call it social and emotional learning. Or instead of calling it privilege, they call it circumstance. In one state, the teachings of the 1619 Project from the New York Times, which is that radically debunked version of history where they claim America's history started not in 1776 or in 1787, but rather in 1619 when the first slave came over. It's a version of history where they claim we fought the Revolutionary War to preserve slavery. In states where they're not allowed to teach that, all they do is sign up for a a news service for classrooms called Newzella, because Newzella is a direct partner of the 1619 Project. So instead of your kid coming home with 1619 Project stuff to read and you being outraged, they come home with the exact same content, only it says Newzella on the masthead instead of New York Times 1619 Project. It's despicable. And as we refer to it on my radio programs, the thoroughly discredited 1619 Project, uh, and and now it just keeps getting bigger and bigger with, uh, I don't know, movie on a streaming service or something else that is uh, lining the pockets of those who are promoting the uh, false narrative. Adam Gillette, no false narrative here. He's president of Accuracy in Media, and he joins us on the Todd Starn Show, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. And you talked to me last year, I remember, Adam, you were at an airport getting ready to get on a plane to go do more investigation. A state lawmaker in Iowa, you may not even know all of this, a state lawmaker in Iowa uh, had heard the interview and sent me an email and said, we've got to share that. And we always post all the interviews that I do on the radio on our radio station website at kxal.com. And so I sent him the link. And later that same day, someone in our building who watches web traffic said, what did you do? And I, you know, accusatory, what did you do? And I said, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And they said, well, we've got 300 hits on the website in the last two hours. This audio that where you told the story was sent to every lawmaker and staff member in Des Moines as they were about to debate a school choice measure. And then you released the videos. That got uh, folks all up in arms. And this very week, all of the work you did had a direct impact on a change in Iowa law. Fill us in on uh, what, what has happened here in the free state of Iowa. Well, you know, you're very kind to say that, and, you know, clearly you've got some good elected officials in, in your state. I am incredibly excited to see that Iowa advanced school choice this week. You know, I don't get into what policy is the best, whether it's vouchers or education savings accounts or charter schools. I just want more education opportunities for children because school choice is the only solution to this problem. Simply banning these things doesn't, not, doesn't accomplish anything. It's like gun control laws where you don't have to worry about the good people and the bad people will ignore the law anyway. School choice is the only solution, and I'm really excited to see that your state took a big step forward for that this week. $7,600 per student in education savings accounts. That's half of what the state provides to these schools. But finally, what it will do is the, the dollars travel with the student, not with the school. And that's the first step toward getting some real change because you're actually getting some competition. It's the American way, after all. But as you noted, and again, we're very pleased, some of us anywhere, very pleased here in my state of Iowa and that your investigation helped really put a laser focus on this. But as you noted, you've been plenty of other places, Ohio recently, I understand, and you're finding similar things, are you not? In Ohio, we actually found some of the worst things that we found in the entire country. We met with an equity officer in Columbus, Ohio, who is now on paid leave. 
Uh, and this guy bragged to us of all the different ways that they tricked the parents. You know, oftentimes, parents get accused of engaging in a slippery slope fallacy when they object to these steps in the direction of social justice that school districts take. They get told, oh, that's not true. We're just taking one small step. We're not going to go off the you know, ledge with progressive ideas. Well, this equity officer basically told us, I'm going to push for one small step. And then I'm going to push for a second small step right away because you won't even realize it's a second thing. And if I told you where I wanted to take the district in five years, you would object to that. But if I do it step by step, within five years, we're going to get there and you won't even realize what happened. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. He told us more things about how whenever a parent calls with an objection, he basically tries to find out what their specific objection is so he can only address that and he doesn't have to reveal all of his cards for the other things that they're doing. So if you call and ask if you're teaching critical race theory, he's, well, no, we're not teaching that. Now, he'll, he then told us, are those discussions happening? They absolutely are, but I wouldn't say that we're teaching it. It's despicable. These are morally outrageous humans. And in this instance, the gentleman gets paid nearly a quarter million dollars a year by the taxpayers for a non-classroom position where all he does is advance social justice in the school system. Next time you hear them complain about teachers being underpaid, simply say, great, let's get rid of these equity officers, take their salary, and disperse it amongst the best-performing, lowest-paid teachers. Amen, because in my corner of the world, that's three or four teachers per year, easily, not counting the benefits. Adam Gallette is president of Accuracy in Media. Are there some other places in our remaining moment or so, are there some other uh, things that, that you may not be able to get specific on, but some other things that you're working on in this vein that, that really are just going to knock her socks off? Because everything you've said today is truly outrageous. Uh, but are there some other things out there? Uh, because I, I get a sense the tide is not turning, that the left is doubling down. Is that fair? Well, you know, it's really a wild fight because the left was pushing this for years without anybody on our side even realizing. So now we're just beginning to fight back. To paraphrase Winston Churchill, this isn't the beginning of the end. This is merely the end of the beginning of this fight. And parents are going to have to be vigilant because simply complaining to your school board or even taking over the school board is insufficient. You know, these school boards are great when we take them over, I guess. But when I've met with dozens of administrators who brag about breaking state law, they don't care who your school board is. They're going to do what they want. So we'll be releasing another investigation tomorrow morning from another state, as well as more content from around the state of Iowa. And then we've got some other big, big states we'll be releasing this kind of content from in the next few weeks. Oh, my goodness. There's uh, so much work to do and not enough time, but you're you're really, really stirring it up, and that's exactly what should be done. It's Accuracy in Media. They are online at AIM.org, AIM.org, Accuracy in Media. Adam Gallette, president of that fine group, thanks so much for joining us here on the National Todd Starn Show, and you're welcome uh, to discuss this topic with me on the radio anytime, sir. Thank you for having me back, and I'm glad I was able to do it from somewhere other than an airport gate. <laughs> well, you know, a guy's got to do what he's got to do. Thanks so much, Adam. I appreciate it. Adam Gallette of Accuracy in Media. AIM.org is the website. 844-747-8868 is the number that you will use to call in. 
Turner's calling in from North Carolina. I'm going to take the break. Turner, hang on the line. I know you're listening on the talk station. I want to hear from you, but hold on. We've got to take a break now from the Liberty University studio. Back with your calls in just a moment. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd, and this is the Todd Starn Show. No truth to the rumor that that's Todd Starnes on the background vocal there. It may be. I just don't happen to know. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Show. The boss is away. I'm Jeff Stein filling in here in the Liberty University studio. 844-747-8868. That's the number that Turner used. He's listening to our program on the talk station in North Carolina. Turner, thanks for calling the Starnes Show. What's on your mind? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I was on the road when the guy was talking about selling his AT&T stock. Yes. He and I are similar in a lot of ways. Uh, my wife was a lover of Wor- uh, Walt Disney World. Mm. So she had quite a few shares of Disney. Uh, when Disney got into all their liberal woke crap here a while back, I know my wife, being very conservative, would not have appreciated it. So Turner sold all of her shares except one share. Hmm. And the people, the companies like Coca-Cola and American Airlines and stuff that were behind moving the All-Star game from Atlanta, I now own one share of each of their stocks. And Mike Lindell, when they he got kicked out of so many retail stores, I emailed them and asked for a list of the people that had kicked him out and told him I was going to buy one share as a protest uh, for anybody that didn't cost me more than a hundred bucks. And I'm not a rich person, but I got a little money I can play with just to aggravate people. And so I have quite a, quite a few shares, single shares, because now on my brokerage account, I can buy one or 1000 and it, neither one costs me a penny. It used to be it would cost me money, but it sure. doesn't now. And so uh, if a lot of people would do that, because anything those board members put when the proxy comes out, anything those board members want you to vote for, I vote against. So I go against anything the board members want. And I had one proxy that you could ask a question on, and I asked... Uh, which of their board members were woke liberals and which were conservatives, <laughs> and that I would vote against everything that anybody proposed until I got an answer. Never got an answer, but <laughs> I voted against everything they've proposed. So I don't know. I've got uh, 15, 20 stocks in my portfolio that I own one share of, and it's only so I can be a pain in the butt and make them spend some money sending me literature. But isn't that tremendous? I mean, what you're doing is, because again, I'm so glad you tied the loop on that, because people may have been thinking, well, why is he buying uh, stock uh, to support these companies? No, it's the opposite, because they have to take you seriously as a shareholder. They have to give you all this information, and then you can blow the whistle on it. That's got to be tremendously satisfying, Turner. Oh, it's satisfying to me every time I get one of those proxies and get devoted. And, uh, 
if the good Lord ever saw fit for me to get really rich, I would attend some shareholder meetings. But uh, I doubt that ever happens at my age. But I would if there was, if the opportunity presented itself and I had enough money to do it. But I I can throw a hundred dollars at something if I want to argue about it, and a lot of it didn't cost me about fifteen or twenty bucks. So. Well, well, certainly, as they keep getting more woke, the price goes down, so you can kind of just get in there and, uh, and, and and make some hay, can't you? Yeah. Now what I want to do is I want to find out which of the mutual funds I have in my IRAs that are very liberal, woke-leaning mutual funds, and I'll pawn them off and get somebody else because there's thousands of them out there to buy. You just got to know what you want to do. Turner, that's outstanding. Bless you for doing that. Bless you for sharing the story. I appreciate you listening and calling in on the talk station, listening to the talk station in North Carolina. What a great idea. You need a hobby? Go buy a share of stock in each one of these companies and be a thorn in their side. I love that. I love that. He mentioned uh, Mr. Lindell and Mike Pil- and uh, my pillow. Uh, you know, Mike Lindell has created so many tremendous products, towels, for example. They feel good in the store, and then you're disappointed, right? But then you've made the investment. What do you do? Well, my pillow has developed the my pillow towels. They really work. And here's the deal for you: six-piece towel set. That's two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Variety of colors. You get that six-piece set for only $39.98, but that's if you use the promo code STARNS. Ten-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Promo code STARNS or call 800-839-8506. MyPillow.com. Promo code STARNS. Back in a moment on the Todd Starnes Show. Welcome back. Final half hour of this Thursday edition of the Todd Starn Show from the Liberty University studio. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. 844-747-8868 is how you can join this coast-to-coast conversation. We'll take your calls in the next segment, but joining us now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is Congressman Ken Buck from Eastern Colorado's 4th Congressional District, and he is the author of a new book, holding it right here in my hand. It's entitled Crush. Big Tech's War on Free Speech. Congressman Buck, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. How are you, sir? Jeff, I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. Tell us what led... I mean, you're a congressman. You're busy. you got things to do. What led to you uh, writing this book? What What was it about this topic that you felt was important enough to commit that time and, and resources? Well, I may be busy, but um, I'm not sure we're winning the battle here. We're, we're spending way too much money. But I, I just felt um, I'm the... Uh, was the ranking Republican on the antitrust subcommittee, and we investigated uh, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google for a year and a half, and then uh, went through the legislative process of trying to pass bills concerning these companies. And uh, what I learned was that not only are there monopolies in the uh, business marketplace, but there are also monopolies in the marketplace of ideas, and they are uh, uh, very dangerous, in my view, in terms of uh, how they act and, and uh, censor conservatives. What's the greatest level of hypocrisy that you saw? The thing that led you to say, I knew it was bad, but I had no idea they were this bad. 
Yeah, we had a hearing actually in in uh, Boulder, uh, Colorado, a field hearing. I, I like to refer to Boulder as twenty eight square miles surrounded by reality, mm-hmm. and uh, we had that hearing on a cold day. And I was the only Republican to uh, attend that hearing, and I, I certainly wasn't looking forward to it. But what I heard was uh, one witness after another talk about how these companies were cheating, lying, and stealing, and uh, acting in ways that were really dangerous and. Uh, I, I went into that hearing believing that the marketplace could, could take care of this issue, and I left that hearing con- convinced that we needed to do our very best to find ways to promote competition in the marketplace. Does the American public really even know the half of it? I swear that every time we hear more things, the Twitter files, so-called, etc., uh, it, it just gets to be a deeper and deeper level of censorship and hypocrisy. But do we even really know the half of it yet? No, I don't think we do. And, and uh, I, I have studied this area for almost four years, and I can tell you that I don't know the half of it. Um, we, we are uh, absolutely clear that these companies are acting in a way um, that, that hurts Americans, um, both you know, physically harms uh, people uh, Instagram with uh, the teenage girls getting uh, depression and and increased suicide rates with uh, body shaming. Uh, we know that each of these companies is engaged in a type of activity or, or types of activity that are uh, physically dangerous to uh, young people and, and others. But we also know that uh, they are uh, discriminating against conservatives in, in the area of speech. And, and that's what uh, is really so concerning that they can uh, impact an election uh, because of their uh, left-wing politics. How did it get this bad? How did it get to this point? Because on the cover of your book, Crushed, we have different building blocks here, different bricks of Google, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, Apple. I mean, this seems like such a concerted effort. Are they just like-minded individuals and it's happenstance? Or how, uh, how did we get to this point? You know, uh, Jeff, what we're going through right now is very interesting. We we had an industrial revolution, and a few really smart, hardworking people figured out how to create monopolies in the areas of oil and uh, banking and steel, and um, and now we've got uh, another uh, revolution going on, economic revolution, and, and with e-commerce and social media, and uh, the law just isn't prepared. Uh, to address it. And, and so uh, these companies are all run by uh, very bright, very hardworking people, and they've figured out how to create the same type of monopolies that we see, that we, that we saw uh, 130 years ago. The book is called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. It's on the excellent Humanics book imprint. Congressman Ken Buck is the author. He joins us on the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. What's the answer at this point? Uh, some of it stems from consumer behavior. Some of it, though, is going to stem from government action. I'll let you pick whichever one you want to start with. Well, you know, you asked really how, how did we get to this point. Part, part of how we got to this point is uh, consumers know that something's wrong. They know it's creepy when they, uh, you know, go online and, and search for a pair of cowboy boots, and then for a month afterwards, every time they go online, someone is trying to sell them cowboy boots. And they know that when they go visit a car dealership, um, they go online and someone's trying to sell them a car. These companies are tracking us and we need to turn off our tracking devices. If you have Google Maps or if you have Waze, uh, just if you're not using it to get to a particular location with the GPS function, 
turns off. Make sure that they, they can't track us. Um, you don't need overnight delivery. Most of us can live uh, a day or two before we get our toilet paper, and, and uh, we can actually drive to a store also to, to do it. And so uh, it's really incumbent on us as conservatives to be able to uh, not uh, engage in, in these marketplaces and find alternatives. In your book, Crushed, in the epilogue, you list a number of things that can be done by Congress. And again, it's not a one uh, quick piece of legislation. This is going to take some untangling. But but there are some things that Congress could do, and they seem common sense to me, but let's let's go through some of them uh, that, that are top on your list, please. Sure. Uh, well, one of them, uh, you know, we just uh, had a lawsuit filed by the uh, Department of Justice against Google. Um, because they have a monopoly in the uh, uh, advertising, digital advertising space. And we know that uh, three years ago, uh, the state of Texas, along with 13 other states, filed a lawsuit against uh, Google for the very same uh, reason. And uh, one of the bills here would just say to Google, so Google controls more than 90% of the buys in the digital advertising space, 90% of the sales, and they bought the uh, uh, the uh, the words escaping me right now, but they bought the, uh, the the mechanism to trade in that space, mm-hmm. and the uh, we, we there's one of the bills that I have with uh, Senator Lee over in the Senate is basically says for any company that's this big, and basically Google and Facebook fall into that category. You can be on the buy side, or you can be on the sell side, or uh, you can uh, transact uh, the business, but you can't do all three. You know, it's one of the things now here at, at my radio station, we have various podcasts, we have websites, and we want to try to generate revenue. It's not a bad thing. We're a for-profit business, but the only place that you can go for advertising on the websites or insertion of ads uh, in a podcast, an audio podcast, it's all tied to Google. And so it really controls absolutely everything, and you're kind of at their mercy unless you decide you're just going to forego the possibility of income. And that's sort of the definition of, uh, of uh, monopoly to the point that the impact adversely affects the consumer. Absolutely. And we know what uh, Google's uh, business model has done to small newspapers in, in rural America. We know what it's done to uh, small radio stations and uh, TV and, and other uh, media organizations, and it's just been devastating. And so um, more than uh, 40% of the uh, people who worked in uh, that, that those, those media areas have now left because the uh, revenue has just declined so much. And, and one, one of the ways we could deal with that is to break up their monopoly on, on tech advertising, on digital advertising. And you, in fact, uh, put your money, as it were, with where your mouth is by saying, hey, I'm not going to uh, take uh, campaign donations that run through these sites. That's right. I have a pledge, and uh, we've gotten a number of members of Congress to sign the pledge. And I would encourage uh, folks to ask their member of Congress if they have signed the pledge. And I would also uh, encourage them to ask whether uh, they have uh, taking money from uh, these big tech companies. What I really like about your book, Congressman, the book is called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. Not only do you nicely lay out the situation with facts that are annotated uh, with footnotes, 
but then you tell people what they can do to stop it. This is the thing that I hear from people, whether it's behind this microphone or another one. They say, well, that's nice that we know how bad things are, but what can we do to fix it? And you lay out a number of things that individuals can do uh, just with regard to uh, their daily online habits to try to protect themselves and to not feed into this. Absolutely. You mentioned a couple of them, and, and that is trying to uh, find other sources of uh, online products. Um, uh, also, uh, do your best to uh, search on uh, the smaller uh, search engines and uh, tr- turn off your tracking devices on, on your phone. Those are three good ways to, to deal with this as an individual. Final question for Congressman Ken Buck of Colorado, the author of the book Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. There are some common sense things here that members of Congress could do, actions that could be taken. What's the likelihood that if we have this conversation in six months or 12 months that we'll be able to check some things off this list? Are there, are there, is there actually momentum or uh, desire in Congress to take real action? I think there is. I, I think more and more people are recognizing the threat of big tech in, in Congress, and I think that uh, we are uh, moving forward uh, in a real positive way. Uh, last last year, uh, the House was controlled by uh, Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, the Senate by uh, Democrats, Chuck Schumer, and they wouldn't bring these bills to the floor, even though Democrats voted for them in committee, and we had the votes lined up. Uh, they would not bring the bills to the floor. Hopefully that changes now. Congressman, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us on the Todd Starn Show, and especially for your book, Crushed. Uh, it's got some great information in it, and I hope everybody picks up a copy. Thanks so much, Congressman. Thank you, Jeff. Take care. You as well. Congressman Ken Buck from the 4th District of Colorado. And again, this is on the Humanics Books label. And one of the perks of working in radio, by the way, is that sometimes you get books. Because, you know, you interview the authors, you like to have the books. And a box came, I think, uh, a week ago, five different titles from Humanics Books, and this was one of them. And so when I saw that Congressman Buck was lined up to be on the program today, I was quite glad because this, this is such an important topic. Once again, Ken Buck, Congressman Buck, and the book is called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. It's on the Humanics Books label, and Humanics, of course, that imprint, uh, it comes uh, through the uh, the work of Chris Ruddy of uh, Newsmax. And you already know that brand pretty well, and we're learning this Humanics Books brand pretty well in addition to that. The polls, and you can take them or leave them, but the one thing that all the polls do show us is that if it were to be a race between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis for president in 2024, it's going to be close. Could be the biggest political battle ever. And Newsmax, speaking of Newsmax, well, they want to know what you think. They're conducting an urgent poll asking if President Trump should continue his run for president again, or is DeSantis a better option? Vote in the Newsmax poll on Donald Trump. Just text the word SKIP, that's S-K-I-P, Text the word SKIP to 39747. That's the word SKIP to 39747. Let your voice be heard with that Newsmax poll. I can tell you exactly where Newsmax is on Dish Network because that's what I'm watching every night. And I check the online site because this is where I get news I can trust. 
DirecTV notwithstanding, you find Newsmax everywhere else when there's not active censorship. And if you're a DirecTV customer, get on them and tell them you'll switch unless they bring Newsmax back. If your cable system does not carry them, call them and demand it because you have choices out there. You want Newsmax. But before you do that, first, vote in Newsmax's poll on whether Trump should run again. Text the word SKIP to 39747, that's SKIP, to 39747, and make the switch to Newsmax. Like so many of us, you won't look back. 844-747-8868 is how you reach us here in the Liberty University studio. All guests on the Todd Starnes program come to us courtesy of the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and we'll take your calls in our final segment. Short break now, back on the other side. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd, and this is the Todd Starnes Show. We are getting our groove on here. Kyle has got some great bumper music. Thanks to Kyle running the board there at the Mighty 990. Dylan, thank you for all the great efforts, call screening, keeping me on track. Miss Grace, getting all these great guests. Thanks to everybody at Team Todd. It always is a privilege to fill in for Mr. Starnes from the Liberty University studio. I'm Jeff Stein. Good to have you along with us on the Todd Starnes program. Uh, This is, I, I guess, a public service announcement. Uh, we are less than three weeks away from Valentine's Day. I was looking at the calendar before we did the program today. I'm setting up some speaking appearances that I do, uh, and and I all of a sudden just looked and said, holy cow, it's the 26th of January. We're less than three weeks from Valentine's Day. What are you going to do about that? Well, how about a unique Valentine's Day gift? And you can get it at ToddStarns.com. Now, you know that you can go to ToddStarns.com to get some of Todd's excellent books like Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, or Culture Jihad, a quartet of books there. That's a very nice gift. But did you know that you could get matching coffee mugs? Wouldn't that be nice for you and your sweetheart to just be drinking your morning coffee out of matching Todd Starns coffee mugs? Or if you really want to make a statement, grab the I'm Politically Incorrect t-shirts. You could go through wearing matching t-shirts so everybody knows where you stand. This is no time to be silent, friends. And again, it's a unique Valentine's Day gift, so, so why not, for Valentine's Day, pick up some of the other items at ToddStarns.com, apparel, headwear, uh, items like the mugs, they're on the tab there under promotional. There's a travel mug and uh, a good old ceramic mug. And, uh, again, have a tremendous Valentine's Day. See how this turns out for you. ToddStarns.com for books and other merchandise. And, of course, the live show blog, the Toddcast podcast. And don't forget, there's the trip to Israel that is coming up later this calendar year. And if you need more information on that or are interested in any way, just go to ToddStarns.com right there on the main page. The Holy Land Tour is November 12th through the 19th. You can click there to get all the information that you need and take that wonderful tour of the Holy Land with Todd in November. Well, this is, this is a great way to end the program today. The Associated Press picking up some reporting from CNN. The National Archives has now asked former U.S. presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents. Literally, they've sent letters to representatives of every president 
including Reagan to the present, and every vice president from that same era. We're going back now 40 years and saying, um, could you guys just kind of, you know, look through again and see if you have any classified documents? I don't know. I, I'm going to get nasty emails and phone calls and fines if I don't bring a library book back on time. And I've checked that out with an ID. How is it that classified government documents are just floating across the country? I don't have any. I feel left out. Oh, well. Not the first time. Hey, thanks so much to Todd for allowing me to do this again. Thanks to the team for all their help. Thanks to you for being along. I'm Jeff Stein, and you've been listening to The Todd Starn Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.